0: This is a broad Pods production.
1: Burrow's furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast free shipping. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
0: Hello and welcome to Broad Radio On The Go. There was something weird going on at Broad Radio HQ this week. We had two producers sick, including me, and a co-host who couldn't make it on the morning because of family stuff that happened, and a main guest who was supposed to join us but had to postpone for personal reasons as well. It was all happening. But, as they say, the show must go on, so we called on our good friend Kerry Sackville, who joined us last minute to co-host the show. And what a show it turned out to be. So here is Kerry with Joe for this episode. <laughs>
2: I'm Jo Stanley and my co-host today is the incredible and the very flexible Kerry Sackville. Good morning,
3: Kez. And the very rested Kerry Sackville, who's come back recently from an overseas holiday. I'm so, so you've excited. have got me at a good time.
2: Oh, mate, I've, I've followed your holiday vicariously and I will ask you about that very much in <laughs> just a moment. What is happening in the world, Kez?
3: Oh it's it's something is definitely in the air and everybody I've spoken to today and there's been a few has had a terrible night's sleep and everybody's having issues in some area of their life. I don't know much about astrology or the moon, but maybe there's some evil wind or the moon is in some weird phase. I don't know. it's a very odd day.
2: It is an odd day. I think though too, women, I don't know, we 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 carry so much that the slightest, if one thing falls over, then the dominoes kind of tends to reach out beyond, doesn't it?
3: Oh yeah. I always say, I I feel like I am very finely calibrated and it takes just something very small to throw me off. And I think the thing is that we're not just carrying our own schedules and our own needs and issues and problems in our head. We're also carrying the needs and issues and schedules and problems of family members and you know for anyone in the sandwich generation like i am it's also my three kids and my parents at the moment so there's literally five other people in my head all the time Mm. and i'm checking in with all of them every day and if any one of them is having a wobbly day or something is is up then that affects my day as well mm. um, and I think yeah. that's the case for most women we're just juggling so much and we're carrying so much you know in our brains and and I guess in our hearts as well
2: it's true and it also even with your girlfriends you know when you know you have girlfriends who are going through a bit of a tricky time and you might text each other throughout the day checking in hope you're going okay the worst part about that is you know you can't remove that pain from them and you feel like oh, oh god I wish this text feels so shallow it feels so useless in a lot of ways so we kind yeah. of carry that as well
3: don't we oh completely and I've got friends you know I've actually I, I was at um at I I sat in was experienced a zoom wedding um on Sunday which was just amazing because this particular friend you know has had quite a difficult run and has now met you know the the man of her dreams and and got married and it was overseas, so I had to watch by Zoom. But, you know, after, after kind of supporting her or trying to be there for her and experiencing her pain, like I have other friends, and then to have that joy, I guess that's mm-hmm. the flip side of it. It was really wonderful and really uplifting. Um, and we do, we feel other people's pain. I mean, that's what, yeah. that's what makes you a decent and, and empathic person, I guess, but it's also a lot. <laughs> and it means that our happiness is never purely about ourselves, it's about other people in our lives. Um, yeah. And you know the saying you're, you're only as happy as your unhappiest child, but you can also really only be as happy as as the other people in your life. Mm. Um, and when they're when they're having a rough time of course it affects you.
2: That's um. a really beautiful way of looking at it. Um, apparently there's a full moon coming on Saturday. Does that mean? Oh that's according to Stacy. Is that moon
3: good moon. or bad? I don't, I don't really know. know.
2: <laughs> Is that going to make things worse? Do I, <laughs> I finally know. get a good sleep on Saturday? Bracey, aren't we going to be out howling at the moon?
3: I don't know. Um, oh, but that's every night, Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's Constantly right. out howling. Um, as long he's... as as long as it's before nine o'clock, because then I've got to go to sleep. <laughs> that's right. I will do an early howl. <laughs>
2: Yes. Um, if you would like to catch up on any of our other episodes, there are so many great conversations on Broad Radio On The Go, which is our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Now, um, Kerry, you did just share with us that you have been overseas and I did follow your travels. Was it
3: South Africa? It was South Africa. It was amazing. I mean, I had never thought to go to South Africa, but I went with my partner and, and I met his family, which was really special. Um, In a good way, genuinely an amazing experience. And South Africa is an incredible country. It's very beautiful. It obviously has a very troubled history and still a lot of ongoing problems, Um, but it was a truly incredible experience. I have to say, though, that one of the most special things about my trip was the time difference because South Africa is eight hours behind us here in Australia. And so what would happen, you know, I, I... Would wake up in the morning I would check in with all my kids I'd check in with my parents um, you know deal with any issues that were going on make sure that that they were sorted you know I've still got a 14 year old so there was a lot of organization to do just to be able to to leave just um, And food in the freezer and and (laughs) exactly and who's going to be looking after her but then every day in South Africa at about 2 p.m my time it was 10 p.m back home which meant that everybody was home uh, everybody was kind of done with their their issues for the day and was going off to bed. And after that, once they were all asleep, I felt freer than I have felt in living memory.
2: Amazing. Because
3: I was truly free and alone. I could just worry about my partner and myself. Because even when you're, you know, you're travelling in Australia, if you're travelling into state, you're on the same timeline, you're still checking in, people can still call you. But those hours for me from 2pm till bedtime was like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have children, I didn't have a family.
2: Did you feel just incredibly light? Like physically in, lighter? Like,
3: physically light. I, honestly, I would look at at the clock and I would check in with everybody. Oh, there I am on the plane. And that was the other thing. I managed to get an upgrade, This is which a, was a miracle. quite spectacular. It was miraculous. There I am in my Qantas pyjamas. And I know everybody has had so many problems with Qantas. Um, and I have to say my experience was amazing because I was lucky enough to get upgraded. And... I literally, on the way there, literally had a little cry of gratitude. Because that's the other thing about about you know being in the air, you are completely cut off from yes. all the problems on the ground. And even if you're not upgraded, just to be there and to be uncontactable for about mm. 12 to 14 hours is a freedom in itself, I have to say. So
2: um, um, in that time, so 2 p.m., you know, you're suddenly free. Um, was there an opportunity to explore parts of yourself that perhaps you had forgotten?
3: Yeah, I think it, I'm so used to, as we were talking about before, I'm so used to juggling in a physical sense, but just in my head, the needs and desires and and issues of everybody else in my life. And to only think about myself for you know that period of time from about two till till 10, 11 at night was unbelievably liberating. And it, sort of gave it, it helped me to see how much I enjoy certain things that I, I guess I haven't really had the experience to enjoy for a long time. Just being able to take my time to be in different places, to sit in and um, I guess absorb a different environment, um, talking to different people. I, for example, thought that I didn't like long car trips because I guess I've taken long car trips before with kids and I adore my kids, but it's always... You know, what it's like, are we there oh yet? God, are we there yet? Can we sheer stop? It's
2: hell. A long car trip with children. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, thank
3: you. Yeah. And so I would said to my partner, you know, I'm really not interested in doing a long car trip. And we ended up, you know, driving a couple of times for about six or seven hours. And I loved it because I could just sit back. We were chatting. We were listening to the radio, listening to podcasts. And just taking in the environment, being free to sit in the car and look at the vast expanse of the land was was amazing. Um yeah. it, I I it, think it really was, yes, yeah, special.
2: Well, you know when they
3: say to
2: women um, you know, it's all about self-care now and people love this concept of work-life balance and don't forget self-care is not selfish and all this sort of this narrative which I think is really important to have, but it's overlooking something really fundamental in that a most of us have forgotten what we love to do because we haven't done it in a long time and b even if i was to say to my family right don't speak to me don't talk to me for an hour this is my self-care time it never is a time at which i have i'm free of whatever might i have to return to within an hour and also going well i hope when i go back the clothes have been put on the line And I hope when I go go back from this hour that I don't have to then turn around and cook dinner or whatever it might be. Like you're not ever actually able to self-care for an hour.
3: It's the whole concept of actually switching off from other people and being able to focus on yourself. And the only reason I could do that at at 2 p.m. in South Africa was because I knew that everybody in my life was at home asleep. Mm. Because here I can say I'm going to take an hour for myself, but I also know that any th- of my three kids could call at any time. My parents could call at any time. Any friend could call, um, you know, there's, there's so much that is going on and it requires quite, quite a um, like almost mental gymnastics to be able to say, I'm not gonna think about that. I'm just gonna think about myself for this next hour. And it's almost, um, it, it's almost artificial. Because mm, yes, it is. what you're doing is yeah. saying, I'm just going to refuse to, to, I'm going to try not to remember that I have all these responsibilities yeah. and all these these children and things to do. Um, and I'm I'm going to hope that nobody contacts me. So this was truly a moment, it was purely the time difference, a moment of genuine freedom where I knew I would not be contacted unless, God forbid, you know, something happened in the middle of the night, which it didn't.
2: What we need is to run interference for our friends and those who need to have that hour. It's like, okay, you go and do your hour and for the whole time you're there, I'm
3: going to be (laughs) keeping guard. No phone calls. And I promise you will not be contacted. You You will not.
2: I don't know if that's possible. But anyway, well, I love that you did that and uh, I also love that you have a natural gift for finding photos or getting your photo in front of signage that is (laughs) Absolutely Ah. filthy or at least
3: have some kind kind of double entendre. Oh, there's me. The actual name of the town is Hermanus, but I just Ah. couldn't resist that. And believe it or not, the come Bookshop, oh, yes, oh, my favourite theatre. The, uh, I <laughs> call it the Labia Theatre I was yeah. assured it was actually Labia okay. Come Books, believe it or not, is a Christian bookshop
2: Oh jeez, they knew? haven't thought that through have they? they really haven't Oh, I love that so much Oh look <laughs> Kerry, it's just I'm so glad that you've had that time and I'm glad you're back to be here on Broad Radio today <laughs> Let's get to our first guest. I have to tell you that I was at my dinner table last night with my two family members, my husband and my daughter. And because this came to me, was delivered in my house today. It is yesterday. It was called, uh, it's called Cooey. It is an incredible uh, startup from a woman, Australian woman, incontinence device, right? Anyway, it got delivered and it was sitting on our um like our our big dining table where we eat dinner on one side and then I yeah. I work on the and other side. And you have side. all your work and everything on the other so, side, yeah. <laughs> so my Always. husband yeah, reaches exactly. over, he yeah. goes, What's this? And he pulls out these little devices and um my daughter who's thirteen, the three of us sat around eating our lamb chops <laughs> talking about how might these work and what a brilliant thing it is. Firstly I would like to acknowledge that ten years ago I don't think many families would sit around husband. Da- ma- daughter and no. wife mother father daughter talking about these sorts of things but that's the way of the Definitely. world now which i just love um but let's talk to the uh female founder who i love i love supporting female founders who has come up with Kui, this incredible incontinence device hi there sarah clappers hi
4: hi Cara. Are you? thanks for having me on hello um Sarah you have
2: uh created this business and this incredible little device here this amazing thing and I would love to know what led you to come up with Kuwi.
4: Well, I play basketball. I I look I'll go back. Um it was probably before I turned 40 that um I was very active actually um playing basketball and doing boot camps, a lot of my friends were very active and um, basically I had to accept that I was struggling with incontinence quite significantly <laughs> to the point where I was having some embarrassing moments and um, I went looking for something that wasn't a pad, a large pad mm. and it didn't exist. So um, the options just weren't there and look, before that, I actually had a, a bit of a light bulb moment when I was playing a game. Um, obviously, we can talk about this here but um, I, actually, I actually had my period at the time and um, in managing my period, I noticed that during that time, I didn't leak as much. Still leaked but not as much Ooh. and it got me thinking that just the, the fact that the space inside your vagina was filled up um, put a little bit more pressure on that inside wall where, you, where your urethra is and basically it kind of slowed down the flow. So I came to my husband and said, I've got an idea, <laughs> I've recognised this situation. I think if there was something else that was just better, obviously, it's not for periods, something for Mm. incontinence, um, that you could manage as you need it because, you know, I really didn't have incontinence other than when I was playing sport. When you play basketball, it's a pretty rough game. So, um, yeah, and I play pretty hard, I will say. So I just needed um, – and honestly, by then, my game, I was at the point where I was going – I think I'm going to have to let it go. You know, I'm nearly 40, maybe I've had my run, you know, it's time to start doing less impact. Maybe I need to do yoga or pilates or something else. But I wasn't I just didn't want to give it up. I love it. And um, so that led me to sort of look, I'm always talking to my girlfriends. We've just got that relationship where we can chat about this stuff. I I had some actually really embarrassing which probably won't share today, <laughs> but um, anyway, just talking to my girlfriends and they said, yep, I'm the same, I'm the same, you know, and I just kept hearing it and hearing it. So um, I started to draw. I drew what you're holding in your hand, this little TP witch's hat looking thing well, actually, the first one didn't look like this. It um, evolved to this. Um, mm-hmm. We had some prototypes made and I handed them out to my girlfriends and we started trialling them. And with a few adjustments, this is what we landed on. Well, this is so what so I left it, it, on. It,
3: it looks a lot like a menstrual cup. Is, does it work the mm-hmm. same way? Do you use it in the same way as a menstrual cup? And can you use it at the same time as you have your period?
4: We don't advise it because it's not designed to hold liquid. Um, It doesn't hold um, urine. It doesn't hold wee. Um, Look, you could use it for a time. We don't advise it um, during your sport. Um, It is designed to pretty much just manage your incontinence. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: but you use it the same way it's, it's kind of you can use it the, the same, same way. way so
4: you insert it in in the same way but um, these rings are a lot more reinforced you might say um, to to push outwards so you fold it in a u-shape you insert it and the rings sort of open up and apply that um, pressure in the right place. It acts like a uh, like a sports bra for your bladder, in a sense, wow. um, putting the support up Amazing. underneath. Yeah, so, um, so, so the visual... Is, is this the first of its kind in the market? It's the first that looks this friendly. <laughs> uh, it's very friendly. Uh, My daughter loves it. Oh, it's it. cute. Um, yeah, it's cute the, and colourful. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the others are, I guess, the ones that I found aren't aren't m- promoted in a sense for incontinence, but more um, for prolapse for women who've got the issue of prolapse. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not. Look, there are some that are directed, but they're they're you can look them up. They're um, quite invasive looking. Um, I wasn't prepared to necessarily go down that road, although I knew I had a problem. I really didn't know how significant it was and I just look you know going and knowing that I had if I left the house without putting on a pad and then I'd have to you know run to the supermarket and get something or the the pads are all sort of geared to a much older person than I was and yeah I guess I was starting to think surely I'm not the only one this there needs to be something that yeah is directed at us, you know. Sarah, you're mm. not the
2: only one. I can tell you that. Like, I just hear anecdotally, <laughs> it's very, very common and at all ages. Um, But it's something that's just not spoken about. It's one of these, it's like menopause. It's like now we mm-hmm. are talking about, you know, menstruation yep. periods and we've got women, young women like my daughter 13 mm. and up. They'll talk about this stuff to anyone. Yep. Whereas yep. our generation yeah. just no. We just no. never did it, mm. did we?
4: No, we just didn't. And I think that's where... You know, the stigma comes in, and it's an overhang, I suppose, from a much more conservative generation. Um, you know, I know my mum would never have talked about these things. I, I barely got sex education <laughs> about. You know, so we just don't, we just didn't talk about it. So, and look, my tribe of girlfriends, we just, we have that kind of relationship where we are talking about it. And, yeah, there just needs to be more awareness around it for sure. You know, the, like the situation with Yana um, Pittman, you know, on SAS, you know, that was just like, oh, my goodness, you know, she's actually said it on TV, you know, we're talking about it. So conversations just need to be there.
3: How have most of your friends reacted to this and, and to the other people that you've talked about? Is this something that that you feel that people are thrilled to have a chance to discuss because... I'm thrilled that you're you're getting this out there.
4: Uh, yes, my my best friend of many many years. We always, we um, became friends when we were ten years old. She's had three kids, and she'd be much better at this than me, by the way. She's she's um, she loves it, um, but uh, yeah, she's more than happy to talk about, it and she's she's thrilled that it exists. And um, she was my main go to for you know, here try this one try this one this one's stronger try this one now and you know just figuring it figuring out um you know the best one for her and she has this particular hill that she goes down when she gets her morning off from her three girls um, at west forwards park and she said i could never go down this one particular hill and that was the hill that she wanted to always trial it on and um, when she finally said to me I can go down the hill and it, I don't leak. So, and I'm not wearing a giant pad. So it wow. was, yeah. It's amazing. been it's been great for her and and my other girlfriends as well. They're thrilled to see it happening.
2: Yeah, that is just amazing. I, you know, and we're hearing, um, on social media today, coughing, sneezing, laughing, all these things that are about the joy of life. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, you know, the all the things. Your basketball. Things that were are yep. stolen from us just due to Absolutely. the wear and tear of our poor,
4: tired old female bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just, well, women start, you know, they just start to, um, you know, what they do. And I mean, we're not old people, we shouldn't have to be um, changing our what the, the things we love just because of this, this problem. There is an easier way. It's
2: wonderful. We're janet Mm. says you will help so many people and it's absolutely true as a female founder have you been looking for investment
4: or what's your journey here it's bar five percent i suppose we've bootstrapped Mm. the whole way it's been it's been a journey um obviously the tga process is um something we knew nothing about once i had the idea we had to sort of go through those feelings of well okay we've got something we know it works Where do we go now? And we knew there was, you know, obviously it's a medical device. We started to explore all that. Um, Attribute my husband to that side of things because, you know, my role is to look after my two teenagers. You know, through COVID it was not easy but um, we had to surround ourselves with um, some, you know, people that have spent way longer in school than myself to help us get this to where it, had to go to then see the light of day. So yeah, it's been a it's been a long journey. And often we might be on a path, and we'd be left going. We don't know if this is the right road, mm. or these are the right people to help us get to the next step. Um, and we did. We hit some dead end roads, and we had to back up. And also, you know, you're spending your own money along the way, <laughs> so you become more and more committed to the cause. <laughs> But I think, you know, I, I'm, look, I'm really happy with um, the final product. It's amazing. And, yeah. and is it
2: available to purchase now?
4: Yes, through the shop, yep.
2: Well, I just love it. And your description of your startup journey, let me assure you, is everyone's experience of being a startup founder. Mm. So I want you to feel great faith in your idea because it's amazing. And I know you. at times feels like a very lonely, hard path being
3: a startup founder mm. but I, I yeah. really want to
2: energize you and tell you that um please keep going that's all I can say thank keep you going. oh yeah and thank I'm, I'm hopping
3: online and I can I can tell you nearly everybody I know nearly every woman I know is going to want to get one of these it's amazing mm. and it looks great and the logo's great mm. and you're an inventor
4: which is yeah. amazing yeah <laughs> it's amazing yeah I think I'm definitely um one of those people that suffers with the uh imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. like it doesn't you know that all that stuff hasn't really sort of settled into um you know I just really I just sort of was wanting to fix something for myself when I realized that so many others you know because the five years have been an education as well like you know educating myself on and talking to you know more than just my circle but you know understanding the problem and recognising that it's, it is actually very different for everybody. Um, you know, I've spoken to women who actually didn't even have incontinence after their children but then struggled with it as they reached menopause. Mm-hmm. You know, so here I am thinking, you know, well, maybe it's just something you have after you have kids, but no, like, there's, there, you know, so many women experience it differently. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been a, an education as well, so... Well, thank you and so much. And how
3: unfair is it what we have to go through as women
4: <laughs> when we oh, age? Why? It's horrendous. Why do it's we need fair. to have babies? It's ju- it's just not fair and, you know, the whole the whole pad thing is, you know, I know there's the the leak undies. Personally, I just I wanted a more modern solution to this situation and as soon as you feel that feeling of, you know, oh, I've just leaked you're then ev- your whole demeanor will change you know you'd manage your actions differently you know my whole game of basketball was just subdued i wouldn't go after the ball i wouldn't chase i wouldn't stop i wouldn't you know you you change everything to accommodate this problem so yeah it's it's not fair <laughs> it's just yeah there has there has to be more options so mm.
2: well, I would celebrate you being the most fierce basketballer possible. Now yeah. that you've
4: invented this <laughs> wonderful, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't hold back. Um, Good. Oh, look, I, 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 actually, I'm a lot, a lot more um, subdued than I would have been in my younger years. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the best way to get out my, um, you know, frustrations of the week. You might wonderful. say. Wonderful.
2: Thanks so much, Sarah. I can't wait to no tell problem. the world about Kui. It's incredible. And congratulations.
4: Oh, thanks, Joe. Thanks, Kerry. Thanks for having me on Broad Radio.
0: Broad Radio. Talking inspo we love, info we need, and sharing more of us. Watch and listen live every Tuesday 9am Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time at broadradio.com.au or find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn at Broad Radio Oz. Talk to us live. Call on one three hundred eight 8 broad Catch up on demand anytime, anywhere Every time, everywhere On the train, we'll be here 2am existential crisis <laughs> We've got you covered Broad Radio, here for more